Welcome, everybody, to a brand new podcast. We are 215 Unfiltered. I am your host, Nick, alongside one of my two best friends, Joe and Ryan. We're a brand new podcast. Going to break down Philly sports for you and mix in a little bit of everything here and there. So bear with us. This is our first podcast. Thank you for joining us, everybody. And uh, we'll start by looking at the 2020 Eagles schedule that was released about a week ago already, guys. And uh, well, let's jump right into this week one. Eagles and Redskins going down to D.C. New head coach Ron Rivera with his quarterback, Dwayne Haskins. How are we feeling early on? Take it away, Joe. All right. So, went what? They went 13 last year. 13. Thinking yep. they fired a group felt like week one, like week five, week six in the season. It was early in the year they fired him. Defense. I think their defense is going to be top ten. I really believe that. And I've heard I've heard that. I've heard a lot of front seven. Uh, their front seven, Joe, is going to be really good early on this season. And I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's all coaching. You can say on paper how good they're going to look. But it really is going to be determined on the field and how they match up with each week with their opponents. Nick, what over the years, I think they realize you know when the French. I mean, they're always the pack, but what works for they run the ball. They want to run the ball. They got guys. They still got Adrian Peterson, who somehow manages to ever. I mean, it. Yeah, no, he doesn't, and, and he runs all over. So that's the problem. He not only does he not age, Joe, but like. He just gets better each year, it seems like. Let's see, because I think I see what he run up a quick stat here for him for later. I think he was he was way up there though. I think he was I think he still had a thousand. If not, he was really he was Yeah, I really think he did to a thousand. And, and Joe, while you're looking that up, I'll ask you, Ryan. Now, um, so Ryan, new head coach Ron Rivera coming into DC with Dwayne Haskins. How do you think, uh, especially right now with what's going on in the world and COVID and uh, the off season, how do you think that's going to transition from a, a rookie, co- or not a rookie coach, but a first year coach in DC to his uh, mentorship to Dwayne Haskins? Well, look, I, I think this benefits the Eagles more than anyone because not just the Redskins, but also the Giants and the Cowboys have rookie head coaches. Eagles are the only team in the division with continuity at the head coach spot. I think it's going to be a huge advantage, especially in a week one matchup when you're really still getting your sea legs under you. I mean, I I, I sense real bad news for Washington this year. And uh, it is a road game week one, right? It's in D.C.? Yeah, it is in D.C. Last time we started the season in D.C., we whooped up on the Redskins and won the Super Bowl. So... Maybe that's a good sign for us this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a good start. I like being in D.C. I mean, you made a really good point there. I mean, just with a young quarterback-coach duo in the first season, the way they're not going to get a full offseason together, I think that's going to be a big mess for them, I'll say, in week one, whereas Carson and Doug, you know, we know how they are. But with all the new weapons, I would say that's something to watch out for and how Carson gets to mesh up with his new weapons, something we still got to struggle yeah, coming out so of the gate week one. We were trying to find – I just quick pulled up NFL comps. At 898 yards, he had 211 carries last year. So still getting a good amount of carries. Um, I got what his major injury was. He was – he's had – I don't know how – uh, to him, but I mean, Peterson's still aged yeah. until he goes down. 
they mind share the carries. Terry is really good. Yeah, he's underrated. He's under, especially in our division, he, with loaded with wide receivers on the outside. Just he's got an opportunity to torch here too. And I think with the the one hard thing for a lot of teams is with this, you know, COVID nineteen, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's going to be for these teams unless unless they start open facilities and letting these coaches get a hand like hands on with players. I yeah. mean, the week I think through the four weeks it's going to preseason real. It's going to be tough to call. Which I mean, it's going to bet teams that this kind, the teams that aren't the major coordinator changes. Um, I think yep. Philly, like being one of the teams comes out and maybe kind of marks their territory. This is, you know, this yeah, this division, yeah, East. It's going to be interesting, and we keep talking like week one. You know, we look forward to it right now. We're you know, with all this stuff going on, we need some positivity in our lives. So, I mean, Washington, I, I, I can, I think it's going to be a, because division games like they all. We can look last year how we played against them. We played two really, really close games. I figure these this game is going to be a close game too, even with. Even with the limited preparation that most is likely going to get. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll mark this up uh, as a win for Week One. Ryan, any final thoughts for the Redskins opening week? Yeah, I mean, look when when you play the Giants and the Redskins uh, twice, that should be four and zero every year. You know, it doesn't always work that way. But the goal coming in um, when you have the talent level of that difference, uh, you should be aiming for four and zero. So that that's the goal going in. Um, and I expect it to get off to a good start in, in week one. I like, I like the smile like right. of Ryan. He's like, yeah. <laughs> even, though, even though we, we can all agree, like, <laughs> like their deep, like I said, is the top 10 defense. I, I don't know. Like, I said, Chase Young, who I. That's I, another I problem. At that's Ohio another State. Problem. I mean, Ryan Kerrigan on the still a beast. Like, I I love. I like. I think if you're a fantasy, like you might be a sleeper fantasy defense. If you really like, maybe not early in the year, but like when they start catching their stride, look for like year, like really because he can coach the hell out of defense. Yeah, and he's really gonna. I think he's gonna do well, Joe. And, and they're only gonna get yeah, better as the year goes on. And you know, hopefully, if they get more time together, it's really on. If, yeah, if, it like, is. How far he's going to progress? If it progressing, I could and go for one next year, whether it be Fields, Justin Fields, uh, kid from Dakota State, or it could be uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I mean, I think they're they're in the, the if if Haskins didn't come, down. so you know they they're a team that is on a couple variables, but I I, I like the Eagles in week one against them. All right, so guys, we'll move on to week two in the home opener at Lincoln Financial Field on September 20th, 1 p.m. start. 
Uh, we still don't know about crowd sizes, guys. That's another thing we'll get into uh, either this podcast or following podcast. Uh, but right now, we hope and pray that we can get a full house down at their link on September 20th. Rams and Eagles, boys. Uh, we've dominated the Eagles the last couple of meetings. Eagles winning 43-35 in 2017 and last year coming on top 30-23. to 23. Um, Rams got the new uniforms this week. They were announced. They looked like absolute garbage, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, how you guys feel about this game, Jared Goff coming into Philly? Oh my God, you threw like you just threw trash on the jerseys. Oh my God, like no, man. I think the, I, I think the Chargers 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 are better. Chargers right. are better. They, they kind of back with the Rams shirts, so I don't know if you can totally them. They're not that bad. <laughs> They're pretty. They're pretty bad. They're, they're bad. <laughs> I mean, that's just straight up. Right. I'm think? sorry. Have you seen? Have you seen them online or that? Or yeah, it looks like they should be sponsored by IKEA. Thank you. Thank you. They look like a Swedish football Swedish team, football Joe. Team. That's, that's like what I saw. That's build cool. your own furniture. It's like assemble your own football team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard my brother my brother was saying he saw a comment saying they look like something you see in madden when your team is trying to relocate and that's a default jersey to relocate oh my god so any, anyway though um rams team we, we've owned the last two meetings guys um first time we're getting them in philly in the sean McVay era um it's been a while since we've actually played them at home go back to 2014 where the eagles won 34 to 28 so it's been a while, and a lot's changed since then. Uh, coming off the win to D.C., how do you think the Eagles come in to week two, the first home, home game of the year? Well, the Rams open up their season at home against the Cowboys. I, Which yeah, is a so big game. I, I think they're riding high on that game. Uh, I, th- I think they're going to leave it all on the field. You know, it's their first ever game in the new stadium. So what does that spell? The perfect storm for a letdown game in week two. I think Eagles take advantage of a perfect opportunity for an L.A. letdown game and just pound it to them and continue that streak. We talked about the Redskins streak. Eagles have a six-game winning streak on. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, they also have a six-game winning streak on the Rams, um, some close to that number. And, I mean, let's just keep it rolling, man. 2-0 and out the gate. We, ha- we don't start 2-0 and very often. It's, it's, been a, it's been a while since we started 2-0, and but, hey, why, why not start this year? Yeah, Ryan, I like your optimism there. I think uh, it's very likely we do being at home. Um, I'm going to say, guys, as far as right now, we're looking at a full stadium. But if if the situation is limited fans, and I heard yesterday that Fox might even be looking at the pumping in crowd noise uh, already just as a backup plan. So if we're not at full capacity and you maybe have, you know, I don't know, ten to 15,000 fans, if that, uh, are we still looking at a same positive result? Do you think the players – Without the home, the Lincoln Financial Field being full, you think that plays an advantage to LA? I mean, I think it does. I, I think Philadelphia, you know, has probably the biggest home field advantage in sports, not just in football. Look at basketball, the Sixers record at home versus on the road. You can't tell me that doesn't have a lot to do with the fans. I think it carries over to football as well. You know, Carson and Wentz, Carson Wentz has a sparkling home record. Not near as good on the road. So, yeah, I, I think it's a factor. I think if you're an Eagles fan, you sure as yeah. heck want it um, to be, you know, as many people as possible in the crowd. I, I think that plays to their advantage, having more people. Yeah, I think it would be a big game, Ryan, like you mentioned earlier, about coming off that Dallas game 
Rams riding high. Eagles fans want to quiet them, maybe thank them for beating Dallas. We can only hope so. That'd be a great little present oh, yeah. in week one there. Uh, Joe, what, what, what do you I, think, I, uh, I'm Joe? I'm kind of leaning with you guys. Um, you know what? My, my big thing mm-hmm. with the Rams is, and a lot of national, they, they lost a lot of talent. Like, I mean, they are, they are yep. really the cap because they put a lot of money to a lot of stars. I mean, they paid Aaron Donald. They paid God. They paid, they're eating that money. Matthews, they're eating that money. I mean, um, pay Todd Gurley if you if you follow a little bit of that. They they, they asked for more money medium and didn't even pay Todd Gurley for his money from L.A. They, just on level, they lost. It's not easy to um, – and, and they didn't have – so they really – like, so I, I mean, are they rebuilding? Are they going to be competitive? Are they competitive? like Jared got really good last year? Not, look at his stats and you say Jared Goff was really good. He had almost 5,000 yards, 4,600 yards. He had 22 touchdowns. He had 15 picks. You wow. threw for almost 5,000 yards. It, it, it blows, throw the ball a lot. To me, it's kind of a slow McVay and Peterson. Like, McVay was the boy genius. He won coach of the year. Yep. And who – Peterson then, deserved it that and, year. Peterson should have won that. In three. What, 12? Yep. I want to say – Yeah, five. something like that. But they gave it to McVay because he took over from Jeff Fisher and – Seven and nine. They had talent. They kind of pushed it to the next step. But they they've been after that Super against New England. I mean, they 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 had problems with injury. I mean, you can't always you know be in like there's just it just happens. It's one of those things you can't avoid injuries or part of the. But like to me, this week to match interesting because Doug struggles for some reason. Like it feels like they're always and knock out and they find a way to lose and it's like like Kansas City went we're like in that game yep they, they just just did how they lost play well just always to major concern with uh with me too like where are they going to be are they going to be you know, if if they're coming off a win in Washington, you know, how are they going to keep that streak going? Keep going. Um, isn't I? I don't think McVay's guy is just going to lay down and and going to be a guy put his push his team. I think I push be better. And, Joe, just by you saying that kind of gets me a little concerned. Uh, now that you just brought up that stat, there was really good numbers there. Um, I mean, this could be – I guess we'll see, again, how the stadium is filled and whatnot. But it could be one of those games that comes down to a field goal, comes down to the final possession or something. And just – it could be one of those rip-your-heart-out kind of games that you just don't want. Somehow Jared Goff leads a game-winning driver, yeah. sets up a game-winning field goal. And that would, just, that would just devastate you. Yeah, it's early. It's week two. But it's a home yeah. opener. You still want to win. And there's such a, this schedule is so 
I guess, scattered with good teams. You really can't afford to lose too many games early on because you're going to be playing catch-up later thing. in the season. The fans were like this terrible team this year. They weren't. Like, people get like, this, that, like, oh, and they weren't really this year. I mean, the Rams still almost made the playoffs. Like, they weren't, like, they weren't just, oh, yeah, we're, you know, we're just hanging around. No, they were, they were in competition. They didn't get the, but they were still. Yeah. And with Gur- with Gurley injured half the year, I think that really yeah, think dragged Gurley, them down though, like, too. I mean, I that's and we can go through this other value uh, for running backs and stuff. But man, really paying him. Don't get me wrong, guy deserves his money. I, I'll be the first one to tell you money because he he was a workhorse for them. But man, they they kind of paid him too much for their. That's one of the hard things with paying running backs. You know, you never know when the light isn't very long. And so, like, when you pay him, you have to make the decision, man, for dwindling returns or am I paying this guy for evening? It's one of those, got to, you know, which way you're going to bite the bullet. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll leave it there, like, guys. Um, I know. I mean, they. Yeah, yeah okay, they I, they were sure. okay. I just want to make sure what my record. But they're a competitive team. I okay. think it's a win. I think we them. Yeah. Again, we two. I know it, it's a weird thing. With no fan. I, I think we match up. Yeah. Them, though. I think we play a style that matches what just, just matches. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of credit to just we'll just wrap this up here. I think a lot of it, Joe, is Doug Peterson uh, has proven himself at least the last two meetings with the, against the Rams. He's a better coach than McVay, and he, he's just I don't know his offense is different than McVay, and McVay's working with a little bit of a different weapons this year. Cooper Cup's going to be the central of that offense this year. He's going to have to be. Um, so I mean, we'll see how they they come out the gate there, uh, but we'll leave it there for now. And we'll get back into that game uh, a little bit later on. But let's move on to Week Three now, guys. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals and Mr. Joe Burrow coming into town on September 27th. Another home game for the boys. Um, one game, guys, this is a one game. Uh, it doesn't scare me, but I want to tell you something you may have not known off the top of your heads. Cincinnati's actually leading this series 9-3-1 to to one with that tie back in 2008. Then McNabb uh, forgot there was ties in the uh, NFL. I am not a Donovan uh, apologist here. I will tell you. <laughs> I, I i'm not his good i'm just not i i, I when, when i heard that i like, if everybody has seen the movie airplane you know you I mean, we're, we're we're all young we're all like in our mid-20s you haven't seen airplane just just take a couple hours out of your day it's like a spoof movie it's, it's a start but i always think of the guy i hear donovan say that quote i don't remember ties i remember he yeah, just has a gif on Twitter, with a gif everywhere where people get a snap. It's like, what do you do? All right, let me ask you, Ryan, I'm going to bring you in here. Uh, I want to ask you guys both this. Uh, you guys can give separate answers or the same answer, whatever. Do you know the last time the Eagles defeated the Cincinnati well, let's Bengals? see. They play them once every four years since they're an AFC team. So since they play uh-huh. them in 20, 
That means they played him in 16. I know they lost that one because it was a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback. And then we played yep. him in 12. That was Reed's last year. So I know we lost that one. Um, 08. Yeah, 08 yes, was we the did. tie season. 04, was it t- we was rested tie. our starters yep. because we were on our way to going to the freaking Super Bowl. So we rested our starters. So that yep. really is kind of a BS win for Cincinnati. But the time before that would have been 2000. I'm going to say we beat them in 2000. So Joe, six. Yeah, it's yeah. not in the nineties. It's in the two thousand. I'll be, tell you that. I think Ryan kind of like. Yep, Ryan, you you guys nailed it, Ryan. Unbelievable. Christmas Eve two thousand, oh Eagles beat them sixteen to seven at uh, Veteran Stadium. Uh, rest in peace, vet. Was the coach then? So yeah. That's a Jim Johnson yes, he defense was. giving up seven points right yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. Jim Johnson, he probably <laughs> we had it. We had an Acres field goal in that game. A Charles Johnson, a Charles Don- Johnson reception from Donovan McNabb for thirty-nine yards. Another Acres field goal, and a Cincinnati touchdown was Peter Warwick pass oh, from God. Scott Mitchell, and another Acres God. field goal. <laughs> Mediocrity, galore, man. Scott goodness. Mitchell, Peter Warwick. That'll bring you back 20 years ago. If you're a big oh Eagles fan, you'll probably remember that Scott game. Scott Mitchell. So, all right, guys. <laughs> Let's go back to the present day. So, uh, Joe Burrow, rookie quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, national champion, LSU quarterback with his stud receivers. And I cannot wait for this game. I hope to go to this game if there's fans. Uh, if not, it'll just be fun to watch uh, with all the weapons surrounded by Joe Burrow. Uh, coming off this Rams game, guys, we all seem to see that'll be a Rams win. Do the Eagles struggle in this game, or do you think this is an easy W? This game. It's not a Joe Burrow. It's – I love, love Cincinnati's weapons. I do too. I'm, I'm salivating People at this as we weapons. speak. John Ross last year, before he got hurt, killing teams. He was, he was a machine. So he was like, I just used him in fancy, and he was a machine. Now he comes back. Hopefully, okay. AJ Green is a real deal. Receiver went healthy. People forget him. He's sick. He's yep. He's a freak. Oh yeah, and then you got Boyd. So really, yeah, that all fit. <laughs> Joe Burrow had at LSU, he had pretty much four good ones that all have played in the NFL and have had some form of success, especially A.A. Green and Boyd. Those two guys are dangerous. Do I love their offensive line? No. Do I love their defense? No, not yet. Absolutely not. But I think this is one of those games where the Eagles go, you know, rookie back They've had this occasion. They maybe look past. You it. look past it. You follow the schedule. They play Stanford's. Yep. It's, it's yep. sound. It's screams trap game. Trap game because you know what they're gonna. Yep. Detroit last year when they were like, oh yeah, Detroit's an easy win. We lost, and Kenny got took just ate us ate us for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, and that was one receiver. You you give Burrow, Joe, four or five receivers, including the rookie T. Higgins, who I'm very excited to see. Um, I, I don't know how we match up. Yeah. 
you're throwing five Burrow receivers. Burrow to Higgins. And they can yep. open and all can go get the ball. Yep. Like, and Gadget and John Ross, are, who's going to chase four? Yeah. Who around all day? Not me. Not yeah, Sydney Jones. Sydney Jones. Yeah. You know, Slay. <laughs> Slay's going to cover AJ Green probably not, if not the whole day. Yeah, but, yeah. But but then so then you got the mismatch. I mean, yeah, you have that. But then, as you said, Auden Tate six five. Who's yeah. covering that? You're going to have. Uh, let, let's. See. I can't even think of someone off the top of my yeah. head. Yeah, Craven. Yeah. Craven, like, like yeah. on T yeah. Higgins, you, maybe you have you have freaks on the outside now. <laughs> It with their pass rush, then then I don't feel as terrified yeah. the game. Yeah. But man, this trap dreams like Bengals. Bengals were like a yep. Just because now do I I a Carson Wentz lover lover I love Carson Wentz <laughs> because you know what it, it is a shame Nadia puts him. The only ones like that I love, I love Kyle Brandt. I love Dan Orlovsky, who just and 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 Lewis Riddick, who, yep. who hype Carson and go, this guy can play. Like, stop nitpicking crap and start just love this guy. There's this, Carson Wentz is top five league. I said you can debate about all these other guys. I mean, you obviously know Mahomes, Wilson, Lamar. Rodgers up there. Uh, that upper echelon. He's top five for me. He's such a free. He's just he's ultra competitive. You know, I think it killed getting hurt in that playoff game. I think it just he just went. I finally made sixteen games, and now I get knocked yep. out by a cheap. A, a dirty hit, honey. And now I, I, I and he, his daughter was born this year, so I think he can really have a fun year. Like, and he's getting all this speed around him. I, I mean, the I hope Carson stays healthy. I hope that he's. I think this Bengals game, rap game for them because I think it's going to be shoot out big. Because yeah, that's the. Uh, I, that, that's the thing, and that's going to be up to Jim Schwartz. Yeah. What, what's he going to dial And then, by the here? way, you still have Joe Mixon, who can really – he's a good running – he's a top-flight running that's, back. Yeah. Like, people yeah. ignore him, but that, that guy can play. So, I mean, they're off and a little bit better than it was last year. They're dangerous. They're – they're – some points. They're going to have – they're going to have problems defensively with teams. They're going to put up some points. And Ryan, your thoughts here on, we'll uh, on the Bengals? Spoiler alert: I got us maybe losing about six, seven games, but none of them are coming within the first three weeks. I- I'm sorry, man. C- Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, they, yeah, they they do have talent. They got speed on the outside. They got skill players. I'm not denying any of that. But th- these games are won in the trenches. And I mean, you you look at the lines from last year anyway, both on the offensive and defensive side, especially the offensive side. I mean, I, I just see Javon Hargrove and Fletcher Cox tearing them up in the middle. And then on the outside, huh, you better be doubling Brandon Graham every play. I mean, I don't know. Burrow, <laughs> Bur- I mean, look, I'm, not, I'm not downplaying Cincinnati's talent at all. 
But Burrow's going to be facing a defense that I think is, has the ability to tee off against this O-line. I think hmm, it's just it depends how they pick up the blitz on, on the offense, how the offensive coordinator does. Yep. I can see a 31-24 Eagles victory. I don't know. That's okay. just my opinion. You still see guys. I, you still I see like that score because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no. I, oh, I see high scoring. I, I know the Eagles can score the ball in Cincinnati, and I don't doubt that Cincinnati can score the ball on us. I don't doubt that for a second. I know they can beat us deep with the double moves. I just see us scoring more on them than they do on us. All right, all right. All right, guys, so we'll leave it there. So, yeah, hopefully uh, it'll be a th- we'll leave it at 3-0 and hopefully right now. So we'll go on to uh, week four, guys, and West Coast trip back on the road. Eagles and 49ers, Sunday night football, October 4th. And uh, I don't know, guys, I mean, that's, you know, Super Bowl representatives for the NFC last year. Um, a lot of talk has been uh, Super Bowl hangover. It happened with the Rams last year. Uh, I mean, we the Eagles made the playoffs in 2018 following their Super Bowl run. Uh, how do you think the 49ers do here against right. the Birds here at home? Here. All right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll take this one here. Um <laughs> Super Bowl hangover. San Francisco will not have the regular season they did last year due to many factors, including a much tougher schedule than they had last year. A lot of people forget that after the first eight, nine weeks of the season, the Patriots and 49ers actually had the two weakest schedules. But I will say this. They're still going to be a solid team. They're not going to the Super Bowl again. They're still going to be a solid team. That defense is way too good. Um, I'm not a huge Jimmy Garoppolo believer, like a lot of people seem to be, especially after last year. People jumped in the bandwagon. I'm not. I'm not huge on him. I don't think he's terrible. I'm not huge on him. But overall, I mean, look, the, the Eagles are not going 16 and 0. If they're going to lose the first game, they're losing this week. It, I, I think San Francisco takes that one. I think unlike the Cincinnati game, it'll be more of a lower scoring game, though. Um, I can see it just being one of those like weird okay. games, like. Every year, the Eagles have a game early in the season. Joe kind of alluded to it, where you just watch and say, like, what the, where were their heads at? Like, what the heck were they thinking? I can kind of see this being that game and it being like a, a 17-3 to 49er win where after the game, you're just like, you know what? Scrap the tape. Just, just, just forget about this game and move on. I kind of see that being this game. Yeah, and I, Ryan, really well said there. I have to agree with you here. Um, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game uh, just because of San Francisco's D-line and really their front seven overall. Um, they, I mean, they lost a couple weapons, too, offensively, so I want to see how they're going to really fill in those gaps this year. Um, I, I don't expect them to have a Super Bowl hangover, but I still expect them to win you know, 10, 11, 12 games probably. Uh, but just playing it out west after that Bengals game in, in L.A., the back-to-back home games, guys, I don't know. I mean, I'm fine with chalking this one up as a loss. Um, I don't see it, you know, that is a bad thing. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe they go in there and, you know, take care of business, you know. And we, this is one of those games, guys, like uh, I think it was early in the season. I think it was week four or five last year, the Green Bay game on Thursday night. I kind of see it this, that, this game playing out kind of like that. Maybe last-second drive, Carson gets some things together. Maybe the Eagles win it in the uh, end. Uh, I mean, that, that, that's far-fetched. But I'm just saying, you know, it you could can happen hear me, like, I'm, I'm, early I'm, in the year. I'm, like, culminating my thoughts really gets, with this game, and I yeah. keep looking at it, and I'm going, San Francisco's defense was really good last year. I And I think they're going to win. I do, Joe, just to reiterate that. I'm just saying there's a possibility of this being, like, the Green Bay game where maybe they steal like, one possibly. always look at defense is kind of – I guess – like we talked about Cincinnati, so we 
Cincinnati, we're thinking, man, this is going to be high scoring. And I keep saying low scoring for this game to Francisco. I'm going to agree with you guys on the low score. I think both defenses show up. I think both are interested in each other. They're both built up front. I mean, obviously, San Francisco has Richard Sherman, who is getting older, but he can still cover. I think a good young Francisco. So they that that's probably the yeah. one thing you know with team secondary because just like change in secondary is a if you generate pass rush change. San Francisco also added Trent Williams. They lost Joe Staley, who retired. They they were replaced by Trent Williams, who was an All-Pro. Their offensive line is still really good. Kyle Shaney, coach his off. He's a he's a genius. He's an offensive genius. He finds ways to get the playmates. Who to me, they win that win the Super Bowl. He's probably the end. Debo Samuel was. Last year in yeah. the Super Bowl, I mean, I, they and they and they just keep adding. They get Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. They added uh, plus they, plus they added in the draft. They they killed it. They continue. John Lynch kills it as a gem, and I, I I don't know how the Eagles survive. The it seems there's just more. I'm not gonna. I, I think the Eagles are gonna get. They're gonna, they're gonna give their because that's the type of team. They are. But I, I don't know if back up offensively against San Francisco's offense. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, who's just Doug's creative. Just yeah, but enough points to 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 win here. I, if there's a hangover, we're going to see it. Like, we're going to go within three weeks anyway. So, if see my pick would change if and when everything happens. So, one of those, I'm going to chalk it. I want to see where they, what they look like weeks one, two, and three. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's going to be key because let's see how they start coming out the gate. I mean, their first – I don't have their, their beginning of the schedule in yeah. front of me, but I'll pull it up right, really quick. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if they come out, Joe, and, you know, they're beating teams by double digits the first three weeks, uh, I'd be a little afraid going into with, that week with, four matchup. Uh, San Francisco, um, I know Ryan's not a Garoppolo fan. And they're, they're, you have a right to be skeptical of him. It seems like he's more of a product of the offense, you want to say. He wins. It things like you, you can't put your yeah amazing, but he just wins. He I think he's uh, I think eight like seven straight to start out the next year and the and later he takes him to the Super Bowl fourteen and three. I mean how how do you justify like like you can't you can't justify the stat right, that win. Product of a creative the coach. I mean, I don't know, but Jimmy just win and thing. And I mean, that's this is really Joe. 
it's all that matters in this league. I mean, if you're winning, you know, this isn't college football. It doesn't matter how much you win by. It doesn't matter how much you lose by. Uh, but it matters if you win at the end of the end of the week, you're one and zero. I mean, Doug uh, mentions that every week after the game. You know, we're one and zero this week. Um, not to compare that to San Francisco, but you know, if they're winning games with Garoppolo, they're winning games. They made Super Bowl last year. They won 13 games. They deserve to be there. They had a great overall team from you know, man one to man 53. They were the better team. And deserved to be there. Um, so if they're going to do that this year, then so be it. I mean, I, I finally got their schedule here, guys. Uh, I'll get your thoughts really quick. They got the Cardinals to open up the season at home, and then they go to the Jets, Giants, and then week four against I, the Eagles. I, so pretty easy couple of weeks no. for them to start four the no. season. I don't know. I think Arizona, Arizona yeah. played them tough this year. Arizona's improved. So I think Arizona game's a sneaky game against them. So it, to me, that first week really show. I think weeks two and I mean the Jets. We, I mean the, the Jets and the Giants coach. I mean it, it's going to be interesting. I think it's fascinating. I mean we can we can yeah as much as we can with just the information. But I mean from what just general generalizing what we're I I I would have to almost agree with you guys that they know at the beginning of the year, and that's. They're a top team, man. They're top, top flight team. Yeah. All right. So we'll move on to week five now. Birds remain on the road. They go out west. They're Western Pennsylvania foes. Pittsburgh Steelers, first time playing them. Guys in the regular season in a couple of years. Eagles won the last matchup by a landslide 34 to three in Philadelphia <laughs> back in 2016. Um, yeah. Uh, it's fun. This is always a fun matchup, uh, Battle of Pennsylvania here. It'll be fun this season um, with these two teams. Pittsburgh, I would say, is on the more decline with Ben, uh, and the Eagles are hopefully on the rise up. Uh, week five matchup, Ryan, what do you got This one in Pittsburgh us? or Philly? Pittsburgh. That's the difference. Uh, this will be me, in man. Pittsburgh. If it, was, if it was in Philly, I'd say Eagles. This game in Pittsburgh, give me the Steelers. I know Big Ben barely played at all last year. I think, if anything, that'll actually benefit him because I think he's going to come back hungry, ready to prove himself, saying, look, I'm not done yet. You know, I still have plenty of good football left in me, and I'm a big Juju Smith-Schuster guy. I think he's one of the most talented, best young wideouts in the league. I think he's going to be an all-timer when his career is over. I I like Pittsburgh in this game. I like their offense. Um, I really do. I like Tomlin. I, I actually thought – I wasn't huge on Tomlin. I thought last year he actually proved himself uh, more than any other year after all of the basically soap opera reality show nonsense that was happening with that team with the offseason of Antonio Brown and then his backup backup quarterback getting his head caved in by his own helmet <laughs> and then you had a duck caller starting. I mean, that team should have been like 2-14, yeah. and 14, really. The fact that they went like eight and eight, whatever they did, I'll give Tom credit for that. So I don't know. I, I like the Steelers in this one. All right, Ryan, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna spit the truth here. Pittsburgh, I'm out. Yeah, please. Uh, my brother. My brother loves Pittsburgh. He's a big Steelers fan. Oh, I know he does. Uh, but I'm out. Ben's done. Uh, he he kind of like. Here's. Well, he's pretty good, and then you just go, and he constantly talks about retirement. He's he gets such he's such a drama, drama boy. Like it it drives me crazy. And then Tom brings it on, and then it 
this team, this team, it's Pittsburgh. Every time I hear Kurt and everybody, oh, Kurt and you know, Frank, mean Green, Jack Lambert with the T, you know, the snarl, Terry Patch, the, the beautiful swan and stall. I'm out. I'm just, I'm out on it. I love the defense, but I'm out. I, I score. I, and I think Ben fighter at best. I think Ben is done. I think he's way behind. Jay Glazer the other week came out and said, Ben doesn't work out. But we know that. He, it's been that way for years. It, it's finally starting to catch up with you. You got to keep yourself in shape. Going to camp. Like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just another season. You're, you're old. You're, you're, you're at the end of your career. Like, you're in the best shape of your life. You need to be. If you want you, you got to. But I'm out. Mark. I think they'll roll this. I think they'll roll. Too. I think defense. But I love Minka Fitzpatrick. I love Bud Dupree. I off the edge. But. I just – there's just too much noise with Ben. I think they need a real back. I, I'm season with Mason. I just – to me, and, and the national media say, but this new – he should just go there and back up because Ben is not going to be healthy the whole year. I, I think it's perfect there for them. I think – he fits that mold. He can go in there with a coach who would believe in him. I would be like, I got, you know, like, I yeah. got, I got, I, I got, who, who, yeah. was, what, four years ago? I, I mean, we're not saying Cam, I'm not saying Cam's cool. Yep. I, I think Cam's, but I think the perfect situation for Cam would be to go to Pittsburgh. I really do. I think that's where he needs to go. And nobody's talking about that, Joe, because I haven't heard that. You've heard, you know, so many other locations. That's one spot that's not talked about that probably now that you brought up makes a really good point. It should be a great spot for him and it, it should it should happen. Actually, that would be a good spot. You know, you maybe sign him two or three year deal. See what you get out of him. And then, for him you know, you either I, sign him long term or you move on. If I was Cam's Asian or if I was even Cam Newton, be looking at Pittsburgh because. Of- I think Ben's done. I don't see. I don't see the improvement. I have rumors that J- Juju Smith-Schuster. They might off him. Con prove that he could. Before James Con, active. They always have a good offensive line, which is a, you know, they can protect. It. But I, I, who else? They really had turn so wet. I mean, Bell. Who, extremely productive players and neither and the left struggle just like willed their way defense you can't bet it's not possible you have to score it's the nfl new nfl people call it the you know we can win with them you got or because guess what you can't stop everybody and I think this is one of those I catches them. They proved it. They proved it a couple of years ago. I mean, I, when I once is up, I think they get lit up. I think 
Yeah. Joe, just to, yeah, just to piggyback off what you were saying there, Ryan, just, just to put the numbers uh, out there so you hear it, Carson Wentz in that game threw 301 yards and Ben threw 257. Carson Wentz had two touchdowns. Ben had a pick. But let me tell you guys who was on that team for the Eagles as far as receiving and rushing. We had Wendell Smallwood had 79 yards. Kenyon Barner had 42. Uh, and then receiving – we had Darren Sproles, Josh Huff, Nelson Aguilar, DGB. Brent Selleck, and oh Doriel Green Beckham. That was trash. And that team, that team lit oh Pittsburgh up thirty-four the to three. All right, we're gonna leave it there. Team. There's not much else to talk right. about. At least they. Yeah, but Joe, bad. real quick, Joe, I'm telling right. your brother about that. He's not gonna be happy about it. He's gonna be on my yeah, side. tell him. I'll tell my brother right to his face. I don't care. <laughs> He's not a big Tomlin fan. So that a whole nother day but he, we we could talk Steelers anytime so he'll be on my side <laughs> all right guys week week six Ravens guys 1 p.m at the link uh I think right now even right now at the 1 p I think this game is going to get flexed I think the Eagles are going to be uh, see four and one here coming into this game. I think the Ravens are probably going to be undefeated. I see this game going to a four four twenty five four fifteen game eventually. Um, what do we got, guys? The team that probably should have been in the Super Bowl last year, Lamar Jackson and their explosive offense. Uh, short history with these two teams, where a series is tied two two to one, with the, the tie coming back in nineteen ninety seven, and the Eagles losing the last matchup in twenty sixteen by one point twenty seven to twenty six. Uh, Ryan, right, you want so to start us off this one? Baltimore Ravens. So I'm going to say it's three up, then three down, baby. Oh, what comes yep. up must go down. That's what Isaac Newton, wow. laws of gravity, wow. laws of physics, something like that. Well, that applies to the NFL this year, man. <laughs> I mean, Lamar Jackson, uh, he, he, he's like Vic 2.0. And I, and I mean that in a positive way. I know some people will try to take it negatively yep. with some off-the-field stuff. But he, he's Vic without the off-the-field distractions. I don't know, man. I really like I like the Ravens a lot. Um, I thought they were the second best team in football. I thought the Chiefs were actually the best because the only games they really lost, they didn't have Mahomes in the regular season. So I still think they were the best team. But I think the Ravens were the number two team in football, and I think I think they could be one of those teams that can go. Dare I say it? Maybe like fifteen and one this coming season. That would be fun, to be honest with you, to have a team that good. And guys, um. The big thing for me in this game is I can't look at this as a loss, as a big loss for the team. A loss because of it being – what I mean by that, it's being in an out-of-conference game, an AFC opponent. So if the loss happens, then it's not – you know, two doesn't affect the standings too much in the NFC. Um, I would kind of expect a loss here, uh, but I also expect a fight. I don't expect the Eagles to roll over just because it's the Ravens who went 14-2 and two last year, choked in the playoffs. I know they're going to be on a, a vengeance tour this year, try to get back there this season. Um, but I mean, they got, I think they got better a little bit in the draft. They had a really good draft. A lot of people r- ranked their draft really well. Um, so Joe, wh- where do you think the Ravens coming into Philly? Where do you think they made uh, the best, I guess, uh, off season adjustments uh, so far? Every, every tell Patrick Queen drafts like are always near. They're all man. They're in the, who the heck is this guy? And he's like, facts, and you're like, or you know, on defense, Kate Dobbins is gonna go bananas. I, 
I didn't even think like oh, oh forgot about Dobbins that. Keeps yep. falling. I you know what the perfect spot would be? The Raven. Just where he fell. He's a replacement for when Mark Ingram, you know, eventually if what but I mean Mark Ingram's still ripping. Lamar Jackson is or is you know, Ryan called him Michael Vick two point. I I think that's about the best way to describe him. I think he's a little bit better of a thrower um quarterback than Vic. Little bit. Like a little bit better. I think, I think there's a quarter. He's better gotten better. He's made a lot of improvements. Vertical thrower, I think, has a stronger arm. But yes, I love Baltimore. I love them in. I don't love playoffs. I'm with you, 100. They're a regular season team. I think they get exposed in the playoffs, and that was two years ago, which they the Chargers said. We're just gonna play defensive backs, and we're just gonna try to. And they and it worked. Um, Tennessee bullied them last year in the play. They did. Um, in the Eagles in a regular season game, Ravens. That's question. Have the one thing Philly has done over the course of Doug Peterson's year, they're a f- goal. Okay, they offense, but they beat you up. Like underrate them as a physical. Fletcher Cox is, you know, still can get there even at his current age, even with his pregame. We don't. That's you know what Derek Barn. I mean, this is obviously last chance or something. Another one. He added two more. And oh, by the way, Malik Jackson's back too. Yeah, yeah, we forgot to mention that too. Um, they have speed on the with uh, Mark Brown. Um, Andrews ended really. They like to throw a lot of tight ends, so it a test on the Eagles. This going to be a real tagging game for where we. They're gonna. I think it's. I think it's tough. I think Raven uh, went struggles. The big the game went struggles. But again, just speculate. But I, this is a this game. I I think it's win big. Yeah, yeah. I um. I mean, I don't know. They come in to the link. I think it's a wake-up call, guys, and this might be, you know, maybe maybe this kind of brings them back down the reality. Maybe, I, I don't know, if they beat San Francisco, this kind of game wakes them up. Or if they, you know, lose in Cincinnati, beat San Francisco, I don't know, this kind of game is kind of gets you Baltimore, refocused Philly early on in the season. The preseason. So, wonder, I wonder, uh-huh. in the preseason, if they have a or even if they have scrimmages, it's going to be really fast. Scrimmage last year, and a, you know a lot of positives, and then he had a bad and a good. It's going to be really fascinating what we're going to. I think more's the class, one of the top teams in the AFC. We've been unless even even if Lamar Jackson, 
were to sustain some we hope special talent. I think it's class of the AFC. So I, I think this this is a big match and it's gonna be I think it's gonna be an ugly game. More reaction to the 2020 Philadelphia Eagles schedule is coming up after a word from our sponsor. Uh, Giants, Dallas, and Giants. Guys, we'll just go win-loss. I'll go Giants. Giants game. They're going to be fine. They're going to be Evan Ingram, who was like, it just, just like Pat Shermer forgot he existed. Uh, Ingram was a really good tight end. He's really good. So, and with Jason Garrett taking over, who involved tight ends more, they still got Barkley. Tough, I still think. Giants are done. Yeah, Giants that. game, week I'm seven. That, yep. that, that's all I got to say. That, that's a win. You got, we got one player who's worth <laughs> his entire offense. Uh, and that includes the quarterback, the O-line, the wide receivers. That, uh, you got one player who's worth anything. That's Saquon Barkley. A running back in today's NFL cannot carry a team. If there's one skill position that can't carry a team today, um, leave Derrick Henry out of this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's running back. Sa- Saquon is not carrying the Giants. They, they, they suck. All right, so we'll leave that as a win for all three of us, guys. Um, we'll keep a short Dallas week here. Uh, third game out of three home games, November 1st, week eight. We'll get into Dallas more uh, expansive later on. But for right now, guys, win or loss week eight, uh, Sunday Night Football. Joe, you Eagles, start with this. Dallas, they're, home. <laughs> they're home. Like, the Eagles are home. And for some reason – you know what, though? Like, Dallas is weird. Like, what you're going to get. Dallas is this game, and it's five straight. Dallas is – you think they're gonna they're gonna yeah. you know when we they're gonna lose we think we're gonna you know invite I'll go I'll go loss I'll go loss and against Dallas I think it's a tough game I think I think okay. the Eagles and, and I would hope they win but I, I think I think they'll be kind of hot coming into this game uh, I'll have to go with. You, uh, you, Joe. You said the Eagles going to win this. I know. Or, uh, Ryan, excuse me, Ryan. <laughs> uh, I think the Eagles win this game at home. I, oh, I said Eagles lost. Oh, oh, okay, Joe. You said Eagles win. Mix all over the place. I'll be the first to say um, Eagles uh, win this game at home. Take Dallas care of business. Cowboys, a team that has drafted incredibly well over the past ten years that goes eight and eight every year. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I, I don't. I don't even know how to analyze that. You think about it, last year they went eight and eight, but they also started their season against the three worst teams in the NFL. So that three and zero record was misleading. Um, so really, they were probably worse than eight and eight. They lost a week sixteen game to an Eagles team that was on their like seventh and eighth wide receiver and the hot dog vendor lining up at tight end. Um, I don't know if you're a Dak Prescott. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you expect to get fourteen. <laughs> you had a Murray Cooper who was shut down by future Hall of Famers in what Avante Maddox, Sidney Jones, and Craven oh, LeBlanc. I mean, I mean. I, I don't know about that. They're weird, man. I, yep. This game can go either way. Nothing surprises me Except with that weird. Whether you pick this game for Dallas or against Dallas, obviously they're Dallas. Yep. But you can't. All right, so that'll end the Eagles' three-game home winning streak for this season. It's the longest homestand, guys, of the year. So we'll move on to week nine. Bye week for the Birds. I think it's a great placement here after that Dallas game, after the Baltimore game. Uh, sets up a tough second half of the season. Goes up to week 10 now, November 15th. Eagles travel up to the Meadowlands, face the Giants. Uh, that's we two just and said, yeah. that's I think an the Eagles take care of business. I think we're all in agreement here. It's 2-0. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Uh, 
I'll go to I'll, I'll say Giants. They sweep the Giants. It's just oh yeah, something. They always yeah. All right, so that brings us to Week Eleven, guys. Uh, Thanksgiving Week, November twenty second, one p.m. on the road against the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield. Last time the Eagles lost was nineteen ninety four. All right, guys. So yeah, Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Eagles on the road for this uh, on November twenty second. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I like Cleveland's weapons. I, Cleveland fine starts turning. They're so they're too good. I hear like they made just buffoonish hiring Freddie Kitchens. Like, okay, he deserves all the for that, but he assembled rosters and they hopefully fix their offensive line. I think Cleveland's better, but I think the Eagles win. I agree with that, honestly. I, I'll take Cleveland's. If I'm doing a fantasy football team, I'll take the players on Cleveland before I take the players on Philly. But a real football game, uh, I'll, t- I'll take Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson o- over the Cleveland Browns. It, it, they, 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 they're losing. Browns are losing that game. E- Eagles taking the W. They become adult. If the Browns become an adult, their talent yeah. is good. They should win a Super Bowl. That's how good. But yeah, but it'll never happen. It just needs to be – they need to be coached, Joe. Like, That's the bottom line. All right, guys, we'll go to week 12 now. I would say second biggest game of the year uh, up until this point. Week 12 matchup, Monday night game, home game. Eagles back at home at the link on uh, November 30th to round up November. Seattle Seahawks come back into town for the second time in a couple months. Guys, this has been a game and a team that has dominated the Eagles – uh, physically, for the last couple of years, Seattle coming in with five wins over the Eagles the last couple of years. Russell Wilson has never lost to the Eagles. I believe he's 4-0 against yeah, the Birds. Is, Guys, do you see, see that streak continuing here Seahawks in a Week 12 matchup? This game. Russell, um, I, I love Russell Wilson. I, I always thought, like, when he was coming out of college, I remember I wanted the Eagles to draft him that year. I think he would have been the perfect Eagles quarterback. He would have fit in so well with that locker room, with Doug Peterson, with the Eagles. Not that I'm unhappy. With, I love Wentz. I think Wentz is great, but I think Wilson would have been fantastic. Uh, I, I just think, you know, Pete Carroll is a great head coach. Seahawks are winning that game. I, I, I see Seattle all over. I, I don't even think it'll be that close. It'll be like a two-touchdown game. No, because Joe, gonna can lose. you please bring me some positivity yeah, here? Smart man. The <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to tell you? Thanks, guys. Thanks. No, not happening. I want, I want Carson Wentz to get I, his, his revenge. I'm I mean, he, he, this is- you can debate three, four, one and two, and Pat Mahomes. However you want, it doesn't matter. Amen. Preach. But Russell Wilson doesn't lose to the Eagles. Pete Carroll doesn't no. lose the Eagles. Nope. Seattle. I don't care. There was 10 million people in the stadium, and they were <laughs> screaming. Russell would find a way to win because he's wrong. Freaking Wilson. Agreed. Yeah. Russell's a dog, man. R- Russell is a dog. He is, guys. And I love him. I love Russell as a quarterback and a player and an athlete. They don't win, guys, by blowing teams out. They don't need to score 40 points. They don't need to be flashy like Baltimore or Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson just does his thing. They score 20 they- points a game, and they win 20 to 10. Or twenty to you know to seven or whatever, what they, and they win they, those like those kind of games, and that's why Joe, they, they win ten to eleven. You need to unleash. So by by my standards, this will be. I'll I'll say all right for you guys. I I'll say this is a loss too. All right, so that for for me for right now, that's the third loss. Okay. Eagles will go to eight and three on this week twelve matchup. Let's say one two three one two three four five six seven eight. Yeah, eight and three. So that'll bring me to eight and three for the birds. Ryan, you're probably more uh, than I have four, but the Cowboys game two. I don't have as a win or a loss. See, what is Ryan so at? I'm not counting that game. But other than the Cowboys game, I got four losses. Yeah. So I'm I'm in the same boat as Ryan. Okay. Okay. Four. Maybe six and five. I okay, so seven and four. And then that would okay. All right guys. So that'll bring us to week thirteen now. Eagles back on the road against the Packers. 
rematch from last year, this time later in the season. And this, guys, it's kind of scary to me on paper just having it in front of me. December 6th at 425 in Green Bay. That screams to me, snowstorm, uh, to me, blizzard, like... uh, nightmare up there in Green Bay. <laughs> they drafted A.J. Dillon the second round or in the third round, remember what they drafted him. They're, they're changing how they play. They're going to go more towards what did last year with running. They're going to get away from Aaron Rodgers. They still Aaron Rodgers. They're kind of in the corner, you know, with that. Yeah. They're going to try to hand it off. I think that plays right into the Eagles' hands. I, I, even in Green Bay, I just think when Aaron Rodgers, great player, maybe the, the most talented, pure quarterback of all that I've watched play football anyway. Um, he's a bad leader. I'll just come out and say it. He's a bad leader. Um, I don't think he's a good locker room presence. I think he has bad body language. I don't think he makes it easy for his teammates to buy in. And I wouldn't, if I was a football player, I wouldn't want him as the quarterback of my team. Um, so I'll, I'll just leave that out there. Uh, but that being said, this is a game of win or loss. Ooh, it can really go either way. It really can. Uh, <laughs> this one, I'm, I don't feel like real strongly one where yeah. it's almost like a toss-up. Well, We'll say the Packers win this one because we beat them last year when we probably shouldn't have. So I think that'll kind of balance itself out this year. This game is such an either way, back and forth kind of game. Maybe comes down to a final drive again, like it did last year. I say maybe, like I don't know, maybe Kicky Boy wins us the game I or something in the snow. For, I don't know, like I don't I know, like twenty-four, twenty-one kind of um, game. I think thirteen ish was complete of that whole team. Anytime they played anybody, we. Just by run approach. Yeah. All right, guys. So one final time. Loss uh, up, but I'll say loss. Win or loss for Green Bay. Loss. Okay. Joe, win, and I'll say win too. All right, guys. Well, uh, week 14, uh, final. This starts the final quarter of the season. Big matchup. Uh, another, uh, probably the third biggest game of the year. I'll say New Orleans Saints home game, December 13th, 425. It depends on how we come into this game. If they beat Seattle and Green Bay, maybe we lose here. If they win one out of these three, this might be the game they lose. Saints are a dangerous team this year, and I know they're going to compete for the top seed in the NFC. Uh, this year, guys, is also the first time we'll see the expanded playoffs. So the Saints will be trying to vie for that number one seed and get the only bye in the NFC. Uh, do you see game. the Eagles uh, winning what? this game or at least competing very, in this very game? Good. Drew Brees. And here's the other thing. Drew has struggled in December. That's the first thing. Good stat. Eagles. The last two years, the end of are so on. You always moving. Oh, if we don't work, the gears are the gears are like moving. We're out. Round five hundred. You know, year we went to the Super Bowl where we were just blowing everybody. It didn't matter who we faced. It just didn't matter. This year we're playing a lot of tough games, but this year where this team just finds a way to turn it on. It matter. Who's the last two years? Sides of the ball. They were just decimated, and they still found a way to compete and still found a way to. And it makes sense. They did it year before. This in games. And I think that those games where they just win. I think Drew Bills, especially if it's cold, I think they win. I don't think they – To me, uh -huh. the they, Saints they are like by, the Seahawks light. 
Now, Ryan. I've said the same thing every year of, like, the past five years. There's only two teams in the NFC that scare me. Every year, only two teams, Seahawks and Saints. For some reason, I feel like the Eagles match up so awkwardly against those two teams, be it because of Wilson or Breeze, yep. or two great quarterbacks, or because Peyton and, um, and Carroll are two great head coaches. I, I see the Saints winning this game. I, if I, The two teams I never want to run into in the playoffs are always the Seahawks and Saints. And they're, of course, the two teams who've knocked us out the last two years. We were fortunate the year we won the Super Bowl to play a team like the Vikings, the NFC title game. Because if you remember, if it wasn't for the Minneapolis Miracle, um, and that really would have been playing New Orleans. And I, as much as I love that Eagles team that year, it, I don't know who would have won that game. Not saying the Saints would have won, but it would have been certainly closer than yeah. the Vikings game. Saints give us problems, man. I, Saints are winning this game. I, I wouldn't surprise me if it was like um, like a like a twenty-one seventeen Saints win. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, kind kind of like. I, I'm kind of kind of get concerned about this game, Ryan Joe. Uh, maybe something like uh, what happened in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Now that was under Chip Kelly, so it was a different team completely uh, with Nick Foles that year. But do you really think like the Eagles really here's have my, a chance my to? Whack now for this. I, I, I don't know. Go toe to toe with the Saints. I mean, I don't know. We we always say can we stay healthy. If the even man stay healthy, especially Deshaun Jack. Yeah, added so much. To the outside, Marquise Goodwin can really fly. They added speed to this team. They're going to problems just from their speed. But looking at me, I get people afraid of them. They should be. It's a good team. Good, very well. Michael Tom is a game. Yep, and he can make a play, Joe, just like that. You go. Either uh, shift the momentum for the team or just win the game. Caught the ball between two guys and literally just snatch it, and you had no chance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, shit. Now, good thing is with one hand. <laughs> and that to me, me a can we stop Alvin Kamara? Drew Brees, another year old. We saw late. This that's Ed another Wimbles problem. Near the end of the year. But man, see it at the end of every year. You start seeing the arm go a little bit. Mm. Get it? It's cold. Yeah. Like if you know, with all this that cold, cold weather yeah, too. Who knows? It could be ten degrees in December. It could be eighty. We don't know. <laughs> so I don't, climate change. I'm just we don't no no until it actually happens. Like weather is the weather. We can't predict it, but I I, I think the Eagles can steal it. I I do. I think this is like this team. If we want to be in, we want to be in the Super Bowl. We want to be a contender. We want to be a, the in the division, in the conference, we gotta yep. be. We gotta like Seattle. Uh, the, that you're not gonna. E- easier that. said than done. <laughs> True, but we gotta go do it. If you're not willing, to, if, if you're not willing, True. To fight the dragon. What's the? You're just sitting there willing to, to die. You gotta go. You, you gotta you gotta take care of business in December. Uh, especially the first quarter, uh, the excuse me, the last quarter of the season, Joe. I mean, just to piggyback what you were saying there, um, I think this is the kind of game where Doug Peterson, who actually has the highest winning percentage in Eagles history damn. in December, January, February at 12 and 6, so 667 winning percentage. It's really good, guys, and it really sounds good. To me, this is, this screams tough game. This screams like knockout, dragout. But the Eagles got to come team and go, we got to win. We, we, we need to show we are. We won the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, right? Like, we we need to show that we are just were dogs in this. Yep. We're top dogs. We're the guy. They in that game with just the energy of going, we're yeah. not afraid of you no more. All right, guys, we'll move on to week 15 now. Final three games. We'll get through this rather quickly. As we've, so week 15 uh, on the road to Arizona and to visit with Kyler <laughs> Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. It's, it's Especially Murray. coming after the Saints game. Sneaky, sneaky MVP MVP candidate. Um, Russell Wilson, two point out. They got uh, Kevin Drake. They're crazy talented. Crazy talented. He off the ball. And Larry Fitzgerald, the man who again. Just like Ben Ross, just like catches uh, like twenty balls. He's still yeah. Larry Adrian Peterson just never like, ages, you man. You can't argue that. And he's and an eagle killer too. Oh my god, guys! The amount of times he's killed us over the years. I, I mark it down. Like if I, they're gonna be, they're gonna lose to Arizona. That's how I see it. You could flip flop either one. Like that's how I see it. Yeah, I, I could see that. I can see. Look, when it comes to the Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald, wide receivers I've ever seen play football, first ballot Hall of Famer, top five all time. But he's also older than my great grandfather. I, I don't know how much of an impact he's he's gonna have on on this game. Um, you, you know, the, the Cardinals are kind of like they remind me a little bit of the 2016 Eagles. You know, um, a, a young head coach, a, a young uh, quarterback, a second year. Um, but I, I think I think the Eagles right now are basically the Cardinals at like the advanced stage. We're like a further along version of the Cardinals. I got the Eagles winning this game to keep their playoff hopes alive at eight and six. Yeah, I like that, Ryan. I think they'll win, but Joe uh, definitely is a trap game. Going back to what you said, uh, this is a dangerous Cardinals team. But I guess again, being late in the season too, Joe, it depends on where Arizona is in their season and uh, where Kyler Murray is in his progression with Cliff Kingsbury. It's also, guys, um, we'll talk about this in a couple minutes here. But it's also just the way it is on the schedule, Joe. If you're telling me this game is maybe in week five or six or whatever, I feel different about it. The fact that it's week fifteen, sandwiched after Green Bay, the Saints, and then you got Dallas in week sixteen. It, it screams loss. It's just such a Philly no, thing to do. And then the Eagles will win the next two games back to win out. Schedule. But this just screams loss to me. So move on to week 16 now. And uh, the biggest game of the season, depending on uh, our schedules individually, uh, Dallas week again on the road in Dallas. Jerry World, December 27th, 425 start, guys. And we'll, we, we had a brief talk on Dallas last time. We can expand on this a little bit more. Uh, I want to talk, guys, about um, – Dallas's wide receivers. We'll try to ease up on Dak because we 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 could talk about him another time. Uh, but let's just talk about the wide receivers around Dak this year and oh, how much dude. that I, those I, weapons could play mean, into this Week 16 matchup. Like added CD. I am not a big CD Lamb. I was. Just, I, it's that. Um, they, Michael Gallup is a really good playmate receiver, and now you add C.D. Lamb. Uh, they're, they're dangerous, but we got the we got the yeah. we could ever have, and that's Darius fucking Slay. That dude, you're shutting okay, Yeah, but that's, that's one man covering uh, no. Cooper, probably. Being able 
Mike, occasion. Yep. You know, I can also tear him down. He doesn't shoot. So, to me, I love the receivers, but again, very slight is in. I, I think I, I is one of those teams where you're, yeah. roll, you're just you're just throwing it out there. On yeah, the road, I think the Eagles think and Cowboys are splitting this season. I don't even know that which loss one early in the season will be a loss. I'll just say it'll be um, a split e- either way. Um, as far as the wide receivers go, Amari Cooper is a great wide receiver when he wants to be. Keyword when he wants. To be. I mean, he, he was shut down, I don't remember this earlier, by someone Once. on the Eagles who was a healthy scratch for eight games in a row during the regular season yeah. on a porous Eagles secondary. He couldn't even crack the top four of one of the biggest big play giving up secondaries in the league. And he, what, Amari Cooper had like one catch for five yards against Sidney Jones? I mean, how, how do you justify that? You're the, supposed to be a number one wide receiver on the Cowboys, and you get shut down by someone who was a healthy scratch for eight games in a row. And then as far as C.D. Lamb, um, I mean, he, he's a rookie. We, we, we can't, you know, anoint him as anything in the pros yet. He, he could have great potential, sure, but um, we, we just don't know. And then as far as Michael Gallup goes, to me, Michael Gallup is Nelson Aguilar. I'm sorry, but if, if, you, if you look at the – career projection of Aguilar's first two years and then he had the breakout year and then he went down again to me that's Michael Gallup Michael Gallup is the Nelson Aguilar of the Dallas Cowboys and one of the biggest things they have in common is they both struggle with catching the football Gallup led the Cowboys in drops last season and on top of that the Cowboys along with the Eagles were both top three in the NFL in drops Hmm. I, I I I I, I'm not a, I'm not a Gallup guy. He's Nelson Aguilar 2.0. Oh wow! But underachievers. If they into their and play, they can. They are a small contender. But until they do that, they're, they're not. They're eight and eight. Yep. They will forever. So at, will forever. They're their own worst enemy, man. That they really are. When you have you know um, Leighton Van Der Esch and, and Demarcus Lawrence and and Jalen Smith. Yeah. And uh, last year you had Byron Jones. Yeah. And, and, and you saw the way that defense against teams with mediocre offenses, like the Buffalo Bills tore them apart on Thanksgiving. Yeah. How do you get torn apart by the Buffalo Bills? It doesn't make sense. And then you have an offense that has uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott, a very solid offensive line, yeah. and Amari Cooper. And you score six points against the Eagles with the division on the line yeah. when your team's fully healthy. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Now, guys, it's been since 2017 here since the uh, a team has uh, won both games in the matchup for the season. Uh, so I don't know. I just I see this kind of game in this season. I'm not saying it's Super Bowl season, but I'm just saying I I have the Eagles winning this game because I think they're just going to be riding high at this point in the season. Again, going back to Doug's winning percentage yeah. in December, I think it's really good. And like Which Joe mentioned, to win in Jerry World, hopefully for the division title, that'd be that be icing on the cake Arizona. for the season. Yeah, I I, I can I can see them uh, winning either that game or the first Dallas game, but they're definitely winning one of them. I can almost guarantee you that they're not getting swept by Dallas, so that that's not happening. Yeah. And then that takes us what to week seventeen, right? Against the Redskins. Uh, are we are we calling the Redskins game a tune-up to get ready for the playoffs? Like we, I'm calling it a forty-one to ten Eagles victory. Oh wow! You're, you're taking that big. 
I know. I'm taking a big – that's my bold – My bold. Uh, I didn't predict any blowouts yet this season. That's the only game I'll predict a blowout. 41 to 10. Um, I think it proves – it uh, finishes the record and proves them to 9 and 7 on the season. They make the playoffs at 9 and 7. They go on a little run and lose in the NFC Championship game to the New Orleans Saints. This is that trap. This is another one of those trap games where, like, if we're still oh, wow. playoff, fighting for seed, Washington steals this. This that that game, Washington steals, and I think that's a tough game. I lose that game. I think they can lose week seventeen against their seed, and that's a bit like now it's it doesn't matter mean anything. Yeah, it means everything now with the idea of is it real? If you're going to be, you could be the second, or we could be the fourth seed, you know, like, you, or the third seed, or whatever. This new playoff format and how they're going to, if we think they're going to beat the playoffs, what they're going to do. And, Joe, Ooh. I think this is going to be a win yeah. here. Uh, I was just going over my schedule here. I'll mark this as the 11th <laughs> win. I'll bring the, the birds to 11 and 5. I got a lot. I got a loss. See, I San got Francisco, Baltimore, Seattle, Green Bay, and the New Orleans game. I got him at nine. And I seven. got eleven and five. All right, guys, let's wrap it up with two questions here. We'll start by going to each of you for your biggest challenge by the schedule. Where do you guys see your? I guess we'll say the toughest three game stretch of the season. Well, you first, Joe. I'm gonna go with that second three game stretch, which I think is Green Bay, Seattle, Green Bay, Seattle, and. Uh, in Dallas, that three game pictures New, New, or- New Orleans or New Orleans. I'm sorry, I apologize. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So New Orleans, that three game stretch is brutal. Even though I think Green Bay is going to struggle this year, I think uh, I'm going to go with that three game stretch is absolutely brutal. And Seattle beats us every year, it feels like. And and New Orleans, even though I think Drew Brees struggles in December, he's still he's still Drew Brees. So we got to look we got to look at that three game stretch as a run-up to the playoffs for us. Ryan? Yeah, honestly, I, I think the – I was going to say the same exact thing. The toughest three-game stretch is Seahawks, Packers, Saints. Um, as I've mentioned before, the Seahawks and Saints are always the two teams that scare me the most in the NFC as an Eagles fan. They're always the two teams I don't want to run into in the playoffs. And, of course, those just happen to be the two teams we faced the last two years when we made the playoffs. They're just not good news, especially the Seahawks. I think that's going to be our toughest game all season. Um, the Packers, I, I, I could see us. I mean, we stole a game in Lambeau last year, so I could see it happening again. But at the very least, it's certainly not going to be easy. And then the Saints, to me, I think the Saints are, are probably the best team in the NFC um, for this coming season. So that pretty much speaks for itself. Yeah, and that's going to be a high-powered offense now. And I feel like they just get better every year. Drew Brees seems to really – Again, as we mentioned throughout the podcast uh, this week, uh, he continues to age, but yet his, his skill set is still uh, remarkable, and it's one of a kind. All right, guys, um, we'll wrap it up with this final little two-parter uh, officially. Uh, we'll go most challenging game of the year and most excited game slash most uh, game you're looking forward to. Ryan, go for it. All right, so outside the divisional games, because we all know those are the six I look forward to the most, the Cincinnati Bengals are the one I'm most excited, most interested to see. I want to see Joe Burrow versus this stingy Eagles defense. I think we could be in the running for best defensive line in football this year with the addition of Javon Hargrove to go with Fletcher Cox. And then, of course, 
Brandon Graham on the outside, and then you know the depth we have at defensive end with Derek Barnett, Josh Sweat, and Deshaun Hall, depending on if they make the team. But they're all very powerful, very prolific, good enough to make the team, in my opinion. So I, I'm interested in that matchup um, with Cincinnati, and I, I think we can put points on their defense. I really do. Um, so I think it'll be a high-scoring game, and I, I'm just I'm just kind of curious to see how that works out. So I'm definitely circling Week Three against the Cincinnati Bengals on my calendar. I couldn't agree with you more there, Ryan. Uh, I think they're just going to be a fun team to watch early on. And I don't think at the end of the year they're going to win a lot of games. But just, you know, coming into the first couple weeks of the season, see how they execute and how Joe Burrow is performing. Uh, Joe, I'll go to you with the same question. I'm going to go with San Francisco. I think that's a real intriguing game. I think the the teams are basically – you could almost say they're mirror images of each other, except for maybe the quarterback side. But if you look defensively, they're, they're, they're spitting images of each other, except for maybe in the secondary where you have Richard Sherman, but he's aging. I, I think that matchup early in the year, maybe you see San Francisco as a lot of te- people are seeing San Francisco as going back to the Super Bowl just from the depth they have, the, the talent they have. But Philly matches up pretty, pretty much the same, uh, similar to the way they're built. So I think that game is very interesting, especially early in the year, the hangover from San Francisco for the Super Bowl. It's a game that, one, we say, ooh, tra- you know, ooh, tough game, big game early yeah. in the year, you know, especially be- after a trap game, which I called earlier in the podcast, but Cincinnati. So I, I think uh, I think San Francisco is the game I'm really looking forward to seeing. I think, Joe, we're, we get them at the right time of year. Um, only being in the first quarter of the season, I think, guys, that uh, getting them early is probably beneficiary to us yeah. instead of playing them later when they're really steamrolling. Um, I, I know earlier we looked at their the first three games, and they have a pretty cakewalk schedule. So yeah. by our opinion, I think, guys, both teams are going to be undefeated in that game going into it, and uh, it's going to be a real early turning point of the season for us. Absolutely. And then uh, for me, uh, I'll have to say Baltimore, uh, guys, just because of uh, – I know we mentioned Lamar Jackson and the Ravens' offense, and, you know, they got better. Their defense got a hell of a lot better this year. Um, so I think it's – at least we're home against Baltimore, so I think that's going to be a great challenge for us, especially come a, c- a couple weeks after the San Francisco game. So I'll say for me that's going to be my most exciting uh, game of the year. Yeah, I, I, I like that pick. I, I was leaning – See, I, I was with you. I'm looking at like I'm just looking at the schedule and keep going back and forth with it. And I'm like, man, they got some very interesting games. I I I would agree with you on that Ravens pick. You know, tough, tough, yeah. tough, tough game. Yeah, I mean, it'll show you know what the team's really made of. And you know, again, at the end of the day, we talked about it earlier. Uh, you know, if they get blown out in that game, or you know, whatever, it's kind of you know just Baltimore's on another level right now as far as they're as a franchise, and we are. Uh, but, you know, it'll just be a fun game, and I'm going to be excited to see how our defense comes up and rises to the occasion, hopefully. All right. All right, so that will wrap up the first edition and first episode of 215 Unfiltered as we went through the 2020 Philadelphia Eagles schedule. Game by game broke everything down, as only we could do right here on 215 Filter. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Have a great night, great week, great day, everybody, and we hope to talk to you guys all very soon.